0: What is up, Dodgers Nation? DMAC here for Dodgers Dugout Live. And today we have a special guest. One of the newest Dodgers, ace pitcher, Mr. Tyler Glasnow, is joining us. It's time. Many times this team breaks my heart out. I'll never stop loving the Los Angeles Dodgers. Think blue, bleed blue, and I'm out. Tyler, thank you so much for joining us and congratulations on being a Dodger and sign that big extension, my guy.
1: Thank you, dude. Thanks for having me on. I'm I'm very excited to be a Dodger. So I hope this uh I can get there soon and then season starts. It's gonna be a lot of fun. We got a lot of good players. <laughs>
0: A lot of good players, and you just added one yesterday in Yoshinobu Yamamoto. He just talked to you about this a few seconds ago. Otani pitched you. He sent you that awesome video message that helped you sign the deal with the Dodgers that you did your pitch for Yamamoto. He signed your one-for-one. Just how excited are you about this rotation, having Yamamoto here, and just kind of what's your assessment of him and what you've seen highlights from him?
1: Like super excited. I mean, it was one of those guys, the free agents in the offseason that I was kind of like looking at. And I have the same agent as him, too. And I've seen like all this track man stuff and just the kids unbelievably talented, uh, really young, uh, has the mentality too to be like a superstar, you know, like nothing really phases him. Um, uh, but yeah, he just has elite stuff and I'm excited to go and meet him and just get the season going.
0: Yeah. And a few days ago, you said that this was a super team and that makes a lot of sense. You got MVPs, you have all-stars, future hall of famers, ACE level pitchers. And that was before the news broke that you signed Yamamoto. So now if you were a super team, then what do you now? A hyper team, an ultra team you guys, Andrew Friedman's collecting all the infinity stones this off season. What do you guys <laughs> now out of the addition of Yamamoto, Tyler?
1: I don't know. I guess a super duper team. I'm not. I don't know how to characterize it, but yeah, the team it. is amazing. Yeah, we just it was already good, and now it's even better.
0: The super duper Dodgers. But you look at this rotation. You got you. You've got Yamamoto. You've got Walker Bueller. You have emerging aces in Emmett Shin and Bobby Miller. How do you just assess this rotation? Would you say that from a talent perspective, this is the most talented rotation that you've ever been a part of, at least on paper?
1: Yeah. For sure. I think, yeah, especially when everyone's healthy, obviously, too, and like the next few years, you know, like Shohei joining the rotation, it, it's the most talented one, for sure. So um, it's capable of a lot of really good things, for sure.
0: And you get Otani back. Now, the big question is, you guys are all aces, essentially. Who gets the ball on opening day?
1: I don't know. I don't even care, either. I think it all, like, you all end up throwing however many starts a year. I've never really thought that was, like, a super big deal, like, being the opening day starter. I think I know it's, like, a and, like, an honorable nod to, like, you get to do that, but I don't, I really don't, I don't care. I'll do, I'll do the last game. I don't mind.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, I definitely think that's not going to be the case. First couple games, no matter what, for you, Mr. Todd Glass. Now, now, as far as... Future additions for this team. I saw in your introductory press conference, you said that you grew up a Dodgers fan. You were at games. Some of your favorite players were Sean Green and Clayton Kershaw. Now, Kersh currently isn't a Dodger, which feels weird to say. How much would you love to see this organization go out there and bring Clayton Kershaw back for him to continue his career with the Los Angeles Dodgers? You made your pitch for Yamamoto. You can make your pitch here for Kershaw if you want, but how much would you love to see him as your rotation mate moving forward?
1: It would be amazing. I think that would be, like, talk about a super-duper team. If we can get Kershaw on there, too, that'd be awesome. And I've obviously watched Dodger baseball since I was young, and he's always been a big part of it. Uh, I don't think I need to pitch him. I think he knows all about how awesome L.A. is and how great the organization is. Um, I hope that he signs back with the Dodgers. That would be incredible. And, too, just, like, the guidance, I guess, he could, he could provide for – Yamamoto being young me for sure just having like kind of picking his brain and he's done it for so long at such a high level that would it would be a win-win-win all around for everybody
0: and when it comes to and Kershaw just from afar what have you admired about him and what's impressed you most about his legendary career
1: uh I think just like his like mentality I think watching him pitch he was always very uh I just just focused and like very serious, and you kind of just tell he like gets into another. I don't know. I guess too. Like the day he pitches, I've heard he's very like into it. You know what I mean? He's just very and it's kind of similar to me. But I think knowing that from a young age, like he takes his craft very seriously and he's obsessed with it, right. and he's just kind of like a a fierce competitor, you know, and everyone's kind of seen how fiery he is on the mound. I've always appreciated that about him. He's done it for so long and he's never really lost that fire. And that's, that's extremely impressive because over time, I think with some guys you've seen them when they were young and then they get old and I guess like mentality shifts. And obviously you evolve as a player, but I think he's always just been so driven uh, and he's never lost any of that fire.
0: Yeah. That Kershaw mindset, that fire is legendary. I've covered games during his starts. He knows where he is at, Every single moment, the time, the second, the minute. I don't even try to make eye contact with him in those situations. He's so dialed in, so locked in. So, yeah, I love hearing that. Now, as far as you mentioned Shohei Otani, he sent you that video message. And the Dodgers, you already mentioned, were one of only a handful of teams that you would consider signing extension with. But just after he signed with the Dodgers and all the electricity surrounding that, how big of a factor was that to you ultimately deciding to make this your long-term home?
1: I definitely, it was a, a big part of it, for sure. I think just the opportunity to play with him, um, one of the best players in the last, I mean, maybe ever, you know? So I think that was huge. I think just playing against him, understanding how good he is, um, and just obviously, it was obviously big just being like my hometown team going back home, but him signing there definitely, like I think it was uh, considering some other teams, and once he he signed, I was like, all right, this, I, I want to go to the Dodgers. And they had like the best trade package. So I think too, being... A unique situation like being in a trade, I don't really have much say in it. But I think the only thing for me to control where I went was the extension. And I think, like I said, once he was a Dodger, I was like, let's, let's do this thing. Let's sign it.
0: <laughs> yeah, and of course, Otani wasn't supposed to pitch this offseason next year. He ends up pitching to you, you that video message. What did he say in the message, and how surprised were you to receive that, Tyler?
1: Uh, it was quick. He just said he wants... To join the rotation in the future with me and then he wants to hit home runs for me and the team and it was it was awesome it was really cool um yeah i, I woke up to it one day my the gm or the Rays gm sent it to me and it was it was great you know kind of just waking up rolling over and and seeing that video it was awesome
0: yeah and it's one thing for fans and journalists and broadcasters to kind of just try to make sense of what he does but from a player's perspective i mean he's known as the unicorn how do you wrap your head around what he's able to do on the mound and in the box as a hitter
1: it's it's incredible i think it's kind of everyone knew the two-way guys like in little league and whatnot but no one's really ever seen it in the big league so he is just such a unicorn talent um i think too the most impressive thing about him is like I think just all this stuff he has to shoulder on and off the field, like the extra media and everything like that. And he has every excuse to be like a dick. And I've heard from everyone that he's a really awesome, level-headed, like emotionally stable person. So I think that's impressive. I think to shoulder all that, it can be really stressful. And um, I think some guys that, like the All-Star game on the team are saying he had to do like three times as much as everyone else, but he just kind of had a smile on his face and, he never really seems like he's in a bad mood. So I think that's that's really impressive.
0: Yeah, and you guys next season, you guys gonna be rock stars with Otani <laughs> with Betts, with Freeman with you, Bueller, just stars on stars on stars. How do you expect to almost kind of handle this? Do you expect it to be an adjustment for you going from Tampa Bay to the Dodgers, kind of pitching in this limelight? Um,
1: not really I guess it will be a lot different than Tampa for sure, but I think like for the most part you just have to uh, i think once you establish that routine as a starter and like you just kind of it sounds super cliche but like just control everything you control like all the outside stuff sh- is just kind of noise and it it might be a little harder but i think for the most part like if you can just handle what you can handle or you take care of your routine day in and day out and just try to make every start and and just really kind of get rid of the distractions i guess it shouldn't be too much of an issue but it's just the same game you know a couple more fans some more media but at the same at the end of the day it's just it's the exact same game I've been playing for a long time
0: yeah and as far as Otani goes he could get paid one penny next season by the Dodgers and still be the highest paid player in Major League Baseball because of what he makes in endorsements but I want to ask you though are you going to get a shampoo endorsement I'm thinking maybe head and <laughs> shoulders I mean that hair is insane this could be one of the all haired teams in Major League Baseball with you James Altman Dustin May are you ready to say you have the best hair on the Dodgers right now, or is it still James Altman, Dustin What's your take on that, Tyler?
1: I don't know. I think it's all subjective. I think it depends who you ask who has the best (laughs) hair, but I don't know about the shampoo deal. I don't know. I'm just hanging out, doing what I gotta do. If someone approaches me, who knows? But I don't know.
0: Now, as far as the extension goes, I mean, it's rare to see trades that turn into extensions. We saw it a few years ago with Sonny Gray in 2019, but just kind of walk me through the process there. Did it feel like you were getting courted as a free agent or is it more discussions between the agent and the organization? Just kind of walk through that process and just kind of how it all went down, Tyler.
1: I think it was mostly agent and the organization and then like obviously kind of letting my agent know like where I would sign an extension and stuff. It was kind of, I think free agency is a bit more like, like uh, I don't know. There's all these teams bidding on you, so it's a little bit more of like a fight and like a little like a I don't even know the word I'm thinking of, but I just I I could tell how much the Dodgers wanted me, and I know the trade package was good, and Eric, the GM of the Rays, has a really good relationship with Andrew, and I think it was just like they have a lot of similar, I don't know, the way they run their team is very similar, so I think it was just a perfect fit and. Eric was like, kind of, I really think you're going to do well in this organization. It's a really good place for me to get better as a pitcher. Um, but for the most part, it was it was just, I guess I didn't have like a huge say because it was a trade. But it was somewhere that I wanted to be, and the negotiations just kind of happened after after like the trade. Then you have that window, and then figured it all out. Now I'm a Dodger.
0: Yeah, and of course you grew up as a Dodgers fan. You know that you're coming back home to Southern California. But was there anything that you learned about this organization during that process that's kind of put them over the top to make you want to get a deal done?
1: I think just how bullish they were on, on getting me, I think like they had a really awesome trade package. And I think Eric said that they were like definitely the most interested. And I obviously like it was good for the Rays as well with like the prospects that they got. Um, it was a really good package, but I think just going over after signing the extension and like touring the stadium and meeting all the front office guys and everything, it just, everyone, it kind of has the same similar feel of like, it's just, it's relaxed. Everyone's there to do a job. There's a lot of good like character human beings in the clubhouse front office down. Um, so I think that just like how, I guess like it's such a, a big market, but it has such a relaxed feel. And that was, that was like a good, a good feeling to to have when I went over there.
0: Yeah. And you mentioned going to games as a kid and going there in the second inning, leaving the seventh inning, of course. So <laughs> it's not going to shock you when you see some empty seats and a late arriving crowd at the beginning, I'm guessing. Right. But would you say this is a dream come true for you to put on that Dodgers uniform and make your Dodgers debut? How much are you looking forward to that?
1: Absolutely. I mean, it's been something I've dreamed about since I was a kid and it, I kind of feel surreal in a way, just. Like having all those daydreams as a kid to go play in Dodger Stadium and then it happening and just kind of thinking back to how I was when I was younger to now and like all the stuff I had to do to get to this point and all the good coaches I've had and it's cool. It's like a full circle moment. Um, But yeah, it's a dream come true. I think the first day is going to be amazing, even in spring training, putting on the uniform and then the first day at Dodger Stadium is going to be incredible. I can't wait for opening day.
0: Yeah, it's going to be electric to see Hometown Kid come home making that start. It's just going to be unbelievable. Now, when you look at your numbers, your expected numbers, I mean, everything points to the fact that when you're healthy, you are one of the very best pitchers on the planet. Last season, you made a career high with 21 starts, 121 innings pitched. You mentioned that you had that UCL first hair back in 2019. You were dealing with it for a couple seasons. It didn't show up on MRIs and it kind of fell off the bone, but you had that Tommy John surgery and everything is really back to normal. And your arm is feeling great, I'm assuming, right?
1: Yeah, feels great. So last season was awesome, kind of getting it fixed and then having the year out of Tommy John. Um, yeah, it was 21 or 22 starts, like you said, and then that was like 120 innings plus playoffs. And I felt. I felt awesome. I think before it would always kind of like Tucker out around like 80 innings or so. Like it was always a pretty hard thing to manage. But it, once I got that new UCL and then went through season, got to like however many starts, it, it, I could just keep going. It felt really good. So it was like a, a new awesome feeling compared to the last few seasons. And I'm just glad to be healthy again
0: because really the majority of these injuries that you've dealt with were basically rooted in that one injury, right? So do you almost feel like you're kind of tired of hearing this label? Oh, he's injury prone. When the reality is that all these injuries were rooted to that one and you got that fixed. And now really your best years are in front of you, most likely. Yeah,
1: I think, I mean, it was always from 19 to 21, it was always the same exact injury. It was always the exact same spot and it would go around the exact same amount of innings. Um, like I mean, I guess it just comes with the game. Like I think when you do miss that much time, like people are always going to have opinions. Like I don't, I guess I don't like. I get it. It's like justified, you know what I mean? Like if you look at the stat sheet, it's like yeah, I don't, I haven't thrown that many innings, so I understand when people say it. But like you said, I think once it's been fixed now and it feels really good, it feels like it did before I got hurt in nineteen and. I never really had any injury issues before that. So that's the I'm at the spot I'm hoping to get active for sure. Just staying healthy all season.
0: Absolutely. And as far as expectations, are you looking to set a new career high in innings, pitch and game started, or is it just about really have the best year you can have and making sure that you're ready to go and you're fresh for that postseason run in October?
1: I definitely want to set like an inning and games pitch thing. You know, I mean, like I think the, my highest is like 120 at 22. So def- I mean, for sure. I want to get past that. i want to get a full season healthy. Um, but yeah, I mean the, the goal is obviously the Winter world series in the, in the playoffs, but I think as long as I keep that, like start to start mentality and handle what I can handle that's in front of me, like each week, uh, it should work out.
0: Yeah. yeah. Tyler, I'm always interested in guys changing teams. And what's that process like? Because you have a lot of respect, a lot of fondness for that Rays organization. They helped you get to where mm-hmm. you are, but now you're a Dodger. So what happens? Do you just join a massive big group text? Do guys just reach out individually? Who have you talked to within this Dodgers organization? What have they told you about being a player here?
1: Uh yeah, a few guys like I think it probably all that will start like once I go to spring and like meet everyone. You kind of you know what I mean? It's like I think your first day is when you meet everyone on the team. Um I've talked to a few guys like Walker texted me and a few other dudes. Um but everyone that I've talked to, even outside guys who used to play for the team, have nothing but good things to say and I know that the the players in that clubhouse are all awesome. There's no like cancer type dudes, you know, everyone's very like they're very cool. So I'm just excited to get there the first day and then meet everyone. It is a little like going from one team to the next. what last time I got traded from Pittsburgh to the razors in the middle of a season. So that was a little weird. Like you, you have to meet a whole new team and like get to know people throughout the the middle of the year, but I enjoyed it. It was awesome. Like once you go from one team to the next, you meet a whole nother group of, of people. It's a, a bunch of different personalities and stuff. And that's kind of the best part about getting traded. I guess you get to meet a whole a, a bunch of a new people. So it'll be easier and cooler just to kind of do it in the beginning of the season and get like a fresh like spring training run and, and then head into season.
0: Have you talked to any guys on team like the Walker Beeler types, Mookie, Freddie, those guys? Uh, well, what do you mean? Like, like them specifically? Yeah, 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 yeah. I talked to like
1: Walker on Instagram a little bit and then, awesome. um, yeah. So, and then once I, yeah, head into spring, I'll, I'll say what's up to all them.
0: Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Now, as far as your pitch mix goes, of course, electric four-seam fastball, one of the best in the game. You got the slider you had a few years ago. That curveball, one of, if not the most effective curveballs in all of Major League Baseball. Opponents hit 95 off. You look at the stuff plus, it is nastier than a gas station bathroom. Now, just can you break down that curveball for me and just kind of what goes into it? And are you tinkering with your mix or do you think it's perfect where it is right now?
1: I think I messed with it last year a little bit just because I was still trying to get back to like mechanically where I used to be. And it's kind of like it takes a little bit once you come back from Tommy John. I felt really good for the most part, but I was everything was a little bit more left right. So I was using the slider a lot more and it was easier to throw for strikes. My curveball was a little sweepier last year. Uh, and then my heater was a little bit more like had like a little bit more run and a little bit more cut. Um, but with the curveball, it's just a lot of it. It's just I'm very like 12 6 over the top kind of guy. And as long as I'm on top of the ball and I stay closed, I basically, I just have this like big hand that I can just kind of, I don't even know the word, just like aggressively throw, like spin it the other way. I don't know. It's, I've always been able to spin a curveball really well. I think just having like the length and the hand size and stuff has been really helpful. So it's been a pitch I've always been able to throw, but for the most part, I think next year, my repertoire will be relatively similar to last year, but. Maybe a bit more curveball usage and early curveballs for strikes and then get my heater back to like that old kind of carry, you know, and I think the last few games of this last season, it it went back to what it used to be. So, and I'm throwing right now and it feels the best it's felt in a long time. So I'm, I'm super excited to get it going.
0: Love to hear that. Yeah. Your stuff can't get any more electric, but how excited are you to work with guys like Connor McGinnis and Dr. Mark Pryor as I like to come within this Dodgers organization? that's so great at what they do.
1: Super excited! I talked to Pryor on the phone. Um, I've talked to like a bunch of front office guys, and it's cool. They're very like data driven, but also have a lot of feel. Um, and I've only heard really good things about Mark, and I'm I'm so excited to get get started and kind of pick his brain and just see how I can evolve as a pitcher.
0: It's incredible. So we love it. The hometown kid that living the dream with the Dodgers, signing a big extension, gonna go help this team win some World Series titles. Now, as far as where you're at goal-wise and this team is really nothing that you really haven't accomplished other than World (laughs) Series titles, maybe a Cy Young here and there, but what would you say is your number one goal that you want to accomplish with this Dodgers team in your time in LA?
1: Uh, Just stay healthy all season um, and just get to that number like that to however many, like I don't even know how it would be like 29 to 32, however many starts, just like get that full season of starts and just continue to like, stay obsessed in that routine and just try to control everything i control and like like i said earlier just my five days the thing that i can like really put my finger on and i can control every part of it and just do that just try to eliminate distractions and just stay on that grind of of every five
0: days now you're going to try to live close to the stadium you're going to stay in santa clarita i know that commute can get kind of crazy are people blowing you up for tickets already
1: No, not yet. I got a lot of text messages, but uh, I'm sure it'll happen in season, but I'm not going to live in Santa Cruz. It's too far. I think I'll live. I still don't even know where I'm going to live. I've looked around. I went out there and looked at a couple of places. I don't know if I'll rent. I don't know if I'll buy, but I'll be relatively close to the field. I don't want to sit in traffic all night long and all day long.
0: You got to do it. Yeah. William S. Hart, high school legend, Tyler Glass. I'm sure they'll be hitting you up for some donations. The field's probably going to be named after you <laughs> at some point, but they're going to get you out here. If it's a couple more questions here, Tyler, a quick rapid fire session, one minute, and then you can get to your training. How's that sound? Sounds good. All right. So first favorite player growing up.
1: I mean, I was a little older, but I said it before, like Kershaw was always fun to watch. And then, like, Sean Green, I really liked. And then later, I, I like, read his book and I liked him even more.
0: So, yeah, probably those two. Favorite baseball movie? Sandlot, probably. Nice. Absolutely. That's the classic <laughs> right there. For your first car? Uh,
1: it was a Nissan Frontier. It was my brother's, and then he left, and I got it in high school.
0: A Nissan Frontier? That's sweet. Favorite musical <laughs> artist? Say it again, it just cut out my uh, favorite musical artist. Oh, god, it's so hard. Um,
1: oh, it's, it's favorite. I gotta give like a top three or something. I go all over the place. Like, I love uh, uh I love La like, Tame and Paula a lot, and I also, if I'm going the other I'll go like future like Nas or big l or something like that
0: there you so, go. but it's kind of all over the place there yeah. you go. i know you bumped some wu-tang clan back in high school yeah. so i know you're feeling it's yeah, yeah, yeah. a so like top it. five for sure <laughs> i like it Knights got. i some feeling that so if you could strike out one hitter past present or future who would that be tyler
1: uh probably babe ruth i'd have to say the yeah babe. just because he's a goat i love
0: that answer <laughs> go to pre-game meal
1: I'd same thing here. I always do a smoothie and then like if I'm a little bit more hungry I'll do like a wrap or like some rice and chicken. But it's usually just like a bunch of bunch of like good carbs, good fruit and then uh yeah, like some chicken or something.
0: Okay, and they, the Dodgers they got elite A one food, so I'm sure that's gonna those that's are gonna get even better, <laughs> so it's gonna be even better. Now, I feel like I know the answer to this one, but which actor would you want to play you in a movie?
1: <laughs> I guess yeah, it would probably be killian murphy i'd say just because I, I, that's all i hear all day long i look like
0: him <laughs> one of these days he should. he's not tall enough if he was tall enough it'd be funny if he just took the mound in a dodgers uniform no one would know the difference i don't know if his curveball is <laughs> as good as yours or his fastball but that'd be pretty awesome you could play a movie for him you guys do a little switch up freaky friday action there it'd be kind of awesome now a couple more here two more most famous person in your contacts, tyler
1: i don't know i don't even know um I don't know. I, I have no idea.
0: I'll give you my number. I'll give you my number. You can. Yeah, there you go. You. <laughs> flash, 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 flash. <laughs> okay, last question here. You're going on a road trip and you can pick two of your new Dodgers teammates. Cross country road trip. Who are you picking, Tyler?
1: I don't know. I got to meet him first. I got a it's a long commitment. A big cross country road trip. Um, well, I don't know. Walker seems pretty cool. I know that everyone likes him a lot. So maybe i I guess I'd choose him. I got to. I don't know I would have no and then Yarborough because I've played with him before and he's the man so. hey pitchers there got to go. stick
0: together right yeah there you go right. awesome awesome. well thank you so much we appreciate you doing this we are so excited thrilled beyond belief to have you the hometown kid back pitching with the Dodgers the ace that we needed Mr. Tyler Glasnow we thank you so much join us here on Dodgers Dugout Live we'll catch up with you during spring training and thank you so much really appreciate you joining us here my guy
1: yeah I appreciate it dude thanks for having me on that was fun alright thanks Tyler